Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Well, here it is. It's the end of October and I'm finally back to recording. Hey, I have missed being on this podcast and just producing content for you and I'm so glad to be back. And I want to explain a little bit about some of the lessons I've learned over this summer and talk a little bit about all of the interesting perspective that I have gained over achieving accomplishments and also the flip side of it. So I thought maybe it'd be good to talk about when your dreams aren't dreamy. (laughs) So... This summer, we, for, for those of you who are, are new to me, um, my family and I, I have, as you know, six kids. I talked about it in the intro of building our farmhouse. So this summer, we officially got our occupancy permit the beginning of May and immediately started moving in, even though the house wasn't completely complete. So the home needed trim and the finer things done, like cosmetic things of trim, door jams, some painting and patching done. And so it's been, it's been a challenge to say the least. Some of the things that are supposed to be in that are built-ins were not put in. So when you walk into our mudroom, we have nothing but just a big empty room which makes things challenging. So there was a big flurry of getting moved in and getting moved out of our rental house that we were in. We called it like the COVID house because we moved in during lockdown and we stayed there for the three years. So there was a lot of things to get that house ready for the next people to move in and then get this house ready for us to move in while meeting deadlines and taking care of six kids and all the things with running a farm and making hay and taking care of sheep and goats and moving pastures and it was a lot. (laughs) So during this time, I literally would describe it as being hit by a tidal wave. If you've ever gone swimming in the ocean and you've had a large wave knock you down and you're completely just jumbled in that wave, I mean, you have no control 
over your body. The only thing you can do is control your thoughts because you're just scrambling, trying to grasp at something that is stable. And that literally is how my life felt over the course of the summer. I literally went from just one deadline to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And it all just came to a completion really in September. Um, If you follow me over on Instagram, you saw that we had a belated uh, 20th anniversary for my husband and I, and it was also a combined housewarming. So from May all the way through September, which really, I mean, the deadlines started in May, but the pressure of those deadlines were, you know, at the beginning of the year. So there was a lot of things going on. So I felt like I was just trying so hard to find some form of normalcy, some form of balance. And finally, in September, I felt like how you feel when you come up from that wave where you just stand there and go, okay, I'm on, I'm on level ground. I'm out of the water. I'm safe. What just happened? How did that happen? And how did I get myself through it into safe ground? So that's how I have felt over this past summer. And I've learned a lot of lessons along the way, and that's what I wanted to share with you on this episode, is that a lot of times we picture something that is really important to us and that we really, really want, and we can get really caught up in how it is in our minds and what we picture it to be and how everything should go and what we want that outcome to look like. And those are really, that's a really good quality to have when you're dreaming and to picture and detail and to make plans with detail. The question is, how do you respond when things are not that way? How do you feel? How do you react? And how do you work through it? So for me, I always wanted for the house to be completely finished. Now, a little backstory, I used to do new construction cleaning for years with my mom. And so it was our job to make sure that house just sparkled before the people would move in. And I loved it because we would come in and we would have this house that seemed just like beyond, (laughs) beyond dirty with drywall mud or paint and such garbage thrown from tradesmen's not cleaning up after themselves and we would come in and the homeowners would like look at us and go oh I don't know how you're ever going to get this done and then in a day or two depending on the size of the house sometimes three we could come in there and then just walk away and it just sparkle and feel like magazine ready and we would be so excited for those homeowners to get to move into their new home. So now fast forward 20 years, that was an expectation I had, was my home being completely done, everything finished. Also, because I thought that was a requirement um, to get an occupancy permit, I thought that we had to have all of those things done. Um, Come to find out in our county, 
that that was not necessary. We just had to make sure that certain living standards were met, certain safety standards were met, and certain things were met for um, HVAC and heating and cooling efficiency. So as far as, you know, your final details, touch-up paints, trim work, things like that were not a priority for the city. They didn't care. Uh, Also, because we didn't have um, a bank involved in this situation that they weren't in there holding on to the money until everything was done. Because I know that's another way that that it works through through the system of building a house is that the bank will hold on to the money and not pay people until everything is completely done. And that was not the circumstance for us. So given all of that, I was moving into a house that had no closet shelving and nothing in place for storage. We had our cabinetry, but countertops, um, I'm still still working on the whole countertops for the kitchen, but that's besides the point. So there was a lot of things that it was like, wait a minute, I'm not ready for this. This isn't what I pictured. This isn't what I want. And although I was super excited about, you know, the moving into our dream home, I mean, that was huge. That was the whole point. After 20 something years, we were finally coming home. We were finally getting to our place that we've always dreamed about. However, there were really big stressors on me that it was starting to feel like, well, this isn't dreamy. This is a nightmare. This is terrible. This is horrible. And how quickly my mind would go to the negative and well, this is what I want and look at how far I am. Look at how far I still need to come. Look at what still needs to be done. And it would immediately overshadow all of the years of all the hard work and all the progress that we had made. And I would immediately go to this like just frustrated, depressed and irritated state because I was focusing on the much, much smaller picture. I remember the book that I've been reading called The Gap in the Gain. And if you have not read it, I will um, tag it in the show notes possibly. But The Gap in the Gain talks about having a gap mindset, which is where instead of looking at how far you've come, you look at the gap, which is where you think you should be or where you still have yet to go. And that's exactly what I was doing. And by doing that, I wasn't happy. I wasn't making myself feel calm and making myself feel like everything was in control and that it was all going to work out. Instead, I got myself into a frenzied, aggravated state because I didn't have what I thought I should have at that point. So over the point, over the course of the summer, we've added closet shelving and, you know, think, made progress and rested. <laughs> Another factor I didn't take into consideration in this whole circumstance of moving and everything, because in my mind, I just thought, well, once I get to my new home, everything will be fine. Everything will be good interesting thing about our bodies is that when we are in high stress circumstances or when we are living in survival mode 
our minds will catalog things. Our bodies will catalog things. So we will go through things that are challenging or traumatic or, you know, less than ideal. And because we're going through something very serious, our bodies will be like, okay, well, we can't process that right now. So we're, I'm going to put this over here. We're going to just put that in the back of our minds. We're going to put this over on the back burner. I'm just going to hold on to this somewhere else because we can't deal with this right now. And so because we had lived the past five years in survival mode, and what do I mean by that? So when from the time we bought our property, we were living in two places because we brought, bought land that had nothing on it. Nothing was prepared for farming unless we did just like grain farming. So we had to take down a ton of trees um, along a fence line to put pastures and to clear land for a building and then to build the house and a lot of work. So through all of that, I also had two more children and we were living not on the, the farm but we were living somewhere else so every day there was this commute back and forth and a lot of stress was on me so I was not prepared for myself and for my husband and for the kids to all go through this phase of just processing coping dealing and making our ways through the emotional aspect of getting where we are now. I mean, when you've had a goal for something for 25 years and then you finally reach it, that takes a lot on your body physically to process and your mind to process and a lot for your emotions to work through. And that's what we did. We spent the summer just just trying to recalibrate of, okay, where are we? What are we doing? Where should we go? And it's okay to rest. And I'm going to take a lot of time to rest. And I'm not talking about sleeping all the time. I'm talking about sitting for moments and just being so grateful for the place that we were, for the place that we are, for the hard work over the past five years to get us there. Um, being grateful that we never lost our focus. Um, we stayed true to our family values over this whole course of time. We didn't lose our focus as a family as to what was most important for us. And it was it took a lot to really sink in. And there's still moments of, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we made it. I can't believe you know, the hardest part is over and giving ourselves time to make peace with, you know, oh, well, this isn't ideal. This isn't what I want, but focusing on what progress have I made? How far have I come? Where was I last year? Where was I two years ago? Where was I five years ago? And really look at that. Don't just just disregard it and think, well, I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still not, this isn't how it should be. Accepting circumstances is a really, really important part about happiness. I'm not saying that, oh, this isn't at all what I pictured. It's 
kind of a nightmare, but I'm so happy about it. Not a fake happiness, but realizing, okay, this circumstance is here. I can't change it, but what do I have control over and how can I make the best of that circumstance is really a key to being happy about it and having happiness in your life. So for my husband and I, this was a big project that we prayed every day about and we didn't lose sight of the important things, our faith and our family, and focused on those two things while working in harmony with our prayers. And through it, through our whole process, we definitely felt um, our prayers were answered and that we had clear direction in our choices that we made. So being here is just a strong, a strong evidence of you do things and you stick to it and you don't back down and you'll get there. I struggled a lot with anytime negativity or resistance would come up and think, oh, let's just turn around. Let's just change our minds. Let's just go back. And I'm so incredibly grateful that I've married somebody who isn't that way, <laughs> who, who doesn't give up easily. I know I wouldn't be here today without his stick to and faith that this is a good thing for our family and that this is working out and that this is the best option for our family. And it's been a miracle really <laughs> to make it this far despite all of the obstacles and challenges that we have had along the way and for our family that we have faced. So every day I have to look at that and remember, look at all the things that got me here. And so I'm going to challenge you that if you're working on a big goal or if you're looking ahead at something that is really important to you, that you feel is really something that your heart is on, that you feel is, is a good choice for you and your family or just for you, don't give up on it and look at how far back, how far you've come and be okay with it not being dreamy. Be okay with it not being idealistic. And be okay with things being messy. Because I know you've heard the saying, the magic is in the messy or the magic is in the mess. But really, if I wasn't, if my husband and I were not willing to put up with things being messy, hard, challenging, a lot of work, a lot of work. We wouldn't be where we are today because we would have said no. And then there would have been so many things that would not have worked out because we would have given up and just not been willing to do. And I think of this a lot because it really hit me hard the other day as I was pushing so hard to get ready for our big open house um, party. It was a lot of work because, like I said, it was a summer of deadlines. There were just different 
important events that were taking place over the summer that took a lot of my attention that it was like, okay, I need to get to this point. And once that's over, then I'm going to transition into worrying about the party preparation. And then I'm going to worry about this. And so this whole process of preparing for the party and getting everything ready, it it was very challenging. There were a lot of things that emotionally hit hard because there were things on the house that weren't done yet. Like I still don't have my stove and my countertops that I really want. And so I have some makeshift things and my home isn't like curtains hung and decorated yet, but I still pushed through and said, no, I want to have the party. I want to have the housewarming because I want my home to be open to my friends and I want to share in the celebration of 20 plus years of marriage and our new house with our friends and I want to just I'm not going to wait for the perfect moment because I didn't wait for things to be ideal and I didn't wait for things to be perfect and all peachy and and roses and everything wonderful. It was the best. It was completely amazing. The party was literally, my husband and I were dancing in the front yard. I'm, I'm going to paint the scene, okay? The sun was down. It was an evening. A beautiful, warm summer breeze was blowing. There was the front porch with the soft porch lights on as they cascaded to the trees over by the small bonfire. The music was playing, the kids were giggling, the um, the music was playing and we were dancing and the song that was playing was Kenny Chesney, You Had Me From Hello and it was like a dream. It was literally a skit from a Hallmark movie and our friends were around us laughing and, and just enjoying the beautiful evening and it was perfect. The food was delicious. My sister did an amazing job coordinating the food. We had um, close to 100 people and it was heaven. And I am so grateful that we just pushed through and there were tractor rides and there was a photo booth and it was just a wonderful evening. I would not have had that had I aimed for perfection, had I wanted everything to be just perfect and finished. And I'm so grateful that there's a time and a place for it has to be perfect or it has to be just right. But there's also a whole lot of wonderful things that can happen in the space of this is good for now. And when I realized how many times that because I was willing for willing to go to the place of this is good for now, I can make this work, it was always progress in the right direction. So don't be stuck on my dreams have to be dreamy because they're not always dreamy. And sometimes it might feel like a nightmare, but that's only if you're looking at it the wrong way. And dreams can be messy and your dreams coming true can feel like 
the scariest thing in the world sometimes. <laughs> the progress can feel like what in the world is happening or oh my goodness, what did I do? But all of that is worth it. And just sticking with your core values and sticking close to your final final goal and the plan. And it's so important to stay focused and really fixated in a way on the direction and where you want to go. Because if you're not really keeping true to that, then you're going to miss opportunities that you have to get you closer. And when I think back of our situation, how many times that things would come up that if we weren't like, yeah, this is our, like, this is our goal. This is really what we want to do. This could be a possibility. This could be a stepping stone to get us to where we want to be. And so sometimes people think like, well, I want to get to point A and I want to go to point Z, but they think it's a one step. And it's like, no, you have to do a bunch of little steps sometimes to get to where you want to go. And you have to be willing to go through all of those little steps and you have to be open to different possibilities of how you're going to get there. Because if you just stick with one possibility and one path, there's a really good chance you're not going to get there and you're not going to feel comfortable enough to take a step. Being open to possibilities, doing things messy, and not losing sight of where you're going are really some key points on accomplishing big, scary goals and accomplishing hard things that are going to get you to those big, scary goals. I hope this made sense. I kind of feel like I rambled all over the place because there's a lot of different things that I was wanting to cover. And when I do my podcast, I usually just go off the top of my head with some sort of a subject that I think will benefit you. And so I really hope that you did benefit from this. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching. I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.